0: Happy Lent, everybody. Is it still Lent? I think it is. It is still Lent. It is still Lent. Hashtag still Lent. Didn't didn't you... uh, What a terrible hashtag. I know. Didn't you do that one time where you reminded people that it was like, it's still Easter. It's still oh, yeah, Christmas. No, I, I like to every year. Every year, you lay it on thick. I do like to do that. Welcome, uh, welcome back, uh, the uh, to the great uh, people of this part of the universe and the galaxy <laughs> to another episode of your favorite of Payne County uh, podcast that's very 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 Episode specific 146. This is a quick whispering you did that last time and I thought we put that
1: Kai Bosch on that early on. I think it's interesting when I, when I tell people yeah, we've had 145 episodes and people say, wow, really? Wow you don't care but <laughs> I don't care about you. <laughs> oh, well,
0: hi uh, some Bobby.
1: people care and then some people are Father Carry.
0: That's me, Father Kerry. Well, Coach, Pastor St. John Catholic Student Center. I'm here with uh, my sidekick, Father uh, Brian O'Brien, who is the uh, co-host on this amazing podcast. He's actually the one that keeps it keeps it running. If if it was if it was up if it was up to me, I'd have forgot about it weeks ago. But he, uh, there is some
1: organization behind it. Yeah, and it, you may or may not be surprised that that. Over these 146 episodes.
0: Uh, <laughs> subtle, subtle slip in, fallen, in a number. It's
1: <laughs> fallen to, uh, to me, yes. Yes, yes. You're,
0: you're a lot more organized than I am, and I'm, I'm trying to finish up this building project and make sure we keep it on the timeline and under budget and done.
1: We were doing this before your
0: building project, though, just so you know. Whoa, uh,
1: whoa, well, well, really? Yeah. Okay. okay, let's move on. Um, two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago? Uh, it was the Third Sunday of Lent, and I remember because the bishop was here. Oh yeah, at right. My okay. parish and at your parish. That was a he's a trooper. Yeah, he did. Because he, he rolled he, in, he got here that morning at like nine thirty, spent an hour walking the building with Father Robert Duck. Okay. Visited our visited our first communion class, visited Confirmation, Whoa. visited Xavier Kids, p- greeted and talked to people, then celebrated the eleven fifteen Mass. Okay. then celebrated the 1 o'clock Spanish Mass, then took me out to lunch, then... What? Took you out to lunch? I,
0: I, yeah. miss, I, oh, invited I was doing marriage I was doing marriage I invited prep. you. I was doing I marriage invited prep, you. Yeah. I invited you. I I invited People you. I liked more.
1: I invited you. <laughs> then came over to your place and did the uh, 5 o'clock uh, Mass.
0: And yeah, hung around a, for a little bit. Yeah, then, that's awesome. Anyway, the but the
1: first reading, the reason I remember Third Sunday in Lent, the bishop was here, the first reading was Exodus chapter 20.
0: Oh, that, that was with the commandments, Ten Commandments. Which are known as the Ten Commandments. Or the Decalogue, the Ten yes. Words.
1: As Bishop said in his homily, I don't know if he said this at your place, and he said it's not, it's not the Ten Recommendations. Not the Ten
0: Suggestions. Yeah.
1: Did I, so did I sound guess. like him that from Bryan, Texas? Was, that was pretty good. That Thank
0: pretty you. Good.
1: So we did a show uh, months back on the First Commandment, Oh, yes.
0: What is the first commandment? Uh, love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, and soul.
1: The, the first commandment of the Decalogue.
0: Isn't that it?
1: <laughs> love the Lord your God? Is That's that... the, when Jesus says, like, when they say, what are the, you know, which of these commandments oh, are what, the greatest? What is it? What is it? The first commandment, you shall have no other gods. Oh, yeah, sure. Me. Yeah,
0: okay. Love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, and soul, and have no other gods before me.
1: And the second commandment. Is the Lord's name is holy. Uh, do not take the Lord's name in vain. Yeah. So we thought we would do... A little show. And you can go back and listen to those. Those are those are were, those were high quality, high quality episodes on the moral life,
0: correct? Be, on how to be happy and numero tres on the decalogue. And so we'd
1: like to talk about the third commandment because I think the third commandment is highly, uh, how should I say this, uh, unfollowed, a highly rejected, highly
0: rejected, highly ignored, ignored. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and also misunderstood. The the uh, the. I had this professor in seminary who's now is now a bishop, and he well, well uh, he gave this uh, great lot of carry. Bishop Jorge uh, gave this line during class. He said he was uh uh yeah he it was a priest of the archdiocese of Denver, and he, then Father Jorge Rodriguez said, "Gentlemen, remember the third commandment, which is keep holy the Lord's day. Remember." You will also burn in hell if you do not keep that one. I'm like, okay. What? And then he moved on very quickly. But now, Bishop Jorge Rodriguez, uh, thank you for that reminder Dang. because it has guided a lot of my life. That I, that's a commandment I still have to keep. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, no optional. other, no other gods. Don't use the Lord's name, and like I must rest and worship Him on the Sabbath. So here's the, uh, this is the scripture. This is from Exodus chapter
1: 20. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but Mm -hmm. the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. Preach it, brother. In it
0: you shall not do any work. Right. Okay. So when is the Sabbath day? Because some people would right off the bat dispute that as- Controversy. Why why not? Why isn't it Saturday, Friday to Saturday? It is if you're Jewish. Or your seventh day Adventist, or I Seven think.
1: day Adventist, they get. Fired okay, so w-
0: up. why why wouldn't you uh, keep Holy the Sabbath day on Friday to Saturday?
1: We would say that the Sabbath day, uh, the Lord's day, uh-huh. and we actually use the phrase the Lord's day and not we t- I mean we, we, you, we, those can be kind of interchangeable, but strictly speaking, we would say we celebrate the Lord's day and that is Sunday in the Christian tradition, Sunday because that is the day of the Lord's resurrection. Now, what our Seventh-day Adventist friends would say, and we love them, uh, hey, Catholic Church, you guys ruined it because you moved. You moved the Sabbath. You shouldn't have done that. The Sabbath is Saturday, Friday night to Saturday, and you moved it, and so you're responsible for breaking God's commandments, they would say about us. But did Jesus broke
0: it? broke it when he uh, he actually rose on uh on that i mean that's that day. What, yeah
1: that's what we that's what we would, that's what we would say
0: and we call it the eighth day because right. the sabbath day is the seventh day and yep. sunday is the eighth day the lord yep. rose yep. and so that's why we're baptized into the not only the death but the resurrection of jesus
1: exactly. christ exactly oh yeah so why should people take the third commandment
0: seriously father Carey? well it was given to us by god through Okay, Moses, good answer writ- good answer. by the finger of god go deeper uh, go deeper because if we, if we don't worship the good God on Sunday, we will worship something else. And therefore, the number there one commandment is. will show up in our life, which is we will have other gods, whether it is homework or chores or sports or just like being out the, the lake boating, which I love boating at the lake, but it can become a god. And therefore, if I don't worship the good God on Sunday— uh, then I would uh, I would probably start worshiping the first commandment uh, following the first commandment. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we're made to worship. It, it's a reminder of what we're supposed to be doing. you know like people tell you like hey make sure you floss, make sure you brush your teeth, make sure you go to the doctor every year, make sure you go to the dentist every six months for your checkup. The third commandment says you were made to worship God. so therefore do it and so it's a really great healthy reminder to do that. Especially, I mean, for priests us, like we have to be, we have, we take the third commandment seriously too. I work on Sundays. Um, when's your Sabbath day? Yours Monday. Is, yeah, mine is Saturday or Monday uh, because I'm always uh, working. I mean, but th- then people would say, "Well, you're not allowed to work." Well, that is like what David, um, you know, David in the uh, the conversation about the priests in the temple. They work on the Sabbath. Uh, and uh, are are they actually violating the Sabbath? And the answer is no.
1: Ooh. Mm. I like it. Okay, let me read a little catechism. Here's a little catechism. Uh, Why do we—so this is 2174 in the Catechismo of the Catholic Church. Jesus rose from the dead on the first day of the week. Because it is the first day, the day of Christ's resurrection, recalls the first creation. Because it is the eighth day following the Sabbath. It symbolizes the new creation ushered in by Christ's resurrection, and and if you and if you think maybe like we, like made this up at some point along the way, uh, can I read to you something from Saint Justin Martyr, which was written in the first century? Well, really, ready about the Sabbath day? Yeah, this is Justin Martyr, Come first on. century. We all gather on the day of the sun, for it is the first day. When God, separating matter from darkness, made the world, on this same day, Jesus Christ, our Savior, rose from the dead. So, in the first century, we were celebrating the Lord's Day on Sunday.
0: In the first century, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like it showed up like yeah, six centuries like, later.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of Saturday. Let's move. On. <laughs> you know. um, okay, so what the heart we would say, and this is very important. I think especially in the in time in the in the uh, time of COVID. Where many people um, have justly, you know, stayed stayed away from the mass. Um, there was a time, even last year, when we re- we didn't even have public mass. You know, we always had mass. We never stopped celebrating the mass. Correct. Um, but many people have stayed away from the Eucharist, um, and it's actually there's there we've seen some predictions, um, depending on the parish and the place, and that some have some have said that that roughly a third of Catholics. Who previously were going to mass are, are not going to return. Wow. Now, I don't think that will be the case here. Um, but people have gotten out of the practice of church going. Mm-hmm. Now, before well, that, yeah. before COVID, lots of people were already out, out of, of the, the practice. Pra- but Living. This, to, yeah. But this has now made for, I think in some people's minds church has become a place of right disease and two people right. that are too close to each other and somebody won't wear a mask and you
0: know, the same at Walmart
1: all that. <laughs> and so people have been avoiding church and have gotten out of the habit one, one quote I saw recently it said that it, it's not that people have lost faith they've lost faithfulness I found that helpful huh. that it's not a, it's not they haven't lost faith but need to be invited back. Um, so I think we should talk about the the importance of the Sunday Eucharist, Ooh. the Sunday Eucharist as the center of our week, the beginning of our week, the the you know outpouring, the the what's the word, the launching pad, of our of our week. I'm making hand motions. I, I'm watching them. I'm making fist. I'm fist pumping. Okay. So what? Uh, why is the Sunday Mass? So important. Are you?
0: Are you uh, is this a rhetorical question? Question mark. Oh, uh, is this supposed to me, or yeah. are you waiting for a call yeah. in? A call in from somebody. Let's go to. Let's go to our callers. We have Mindy from Seattle. Hi, hi. This is Mindy, <laughs> and I, I think that's a really great idea. That sounds like Butters from South Park. I don't know where that voice <laughs> came like from. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> why, okay. Why? why is this Sunday?
1: Why? I mean, so people who are out there, who might be listening, who are. I just don't know. I don't. I don't really want to go back to church. I just want to watch it on the live stream. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna say
0: hey, come uh, the the come to the, mass. the beautiful line in it is uh, in the liturgy is "Pray, brother, that my sacrifice and yours." I think that is the is the heart of why people should come back. Why should I come back? Oh well, I I get to hang out with some friends. I have a community of people. Donuts. There's there's coffee and donuts, which there isn't right now. The, oh what? We have coffee and donuts. Lame. Donuts. Oh yeah, we do. Shh, don't tell. I love. Don't tell people. We we throw them at people as they're walking out the door. Just kidding. Uh, the uh, the but it, at the at the heart of all this of why people should come back is because man and woman are made for worship. We're made for worship of God, and that's what that beautiful prayer says after the chalice and the bread, uh, the wine and the and the bread are laid upon the altar. It says. Pray, brethren, that my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. And so, even like even throughout the Old Testament, the very beginnings of religion and Judaism were about sacrifice. Yep. Um, yep. Cain and Abel, Adam and Eve, Noah, uh, all the way up until uh, up until Jesus. I mean, his is the last and eternal sacrifice. Uh, This is the sacrifice uh, in in my blood. Do this in memory of me. This is this covenant covenantal sacrifice. So all of us need to return for sacrifice.
1: The Catechism says the Sunday celebration of the Lord's Day and his Eucharist is at the heart of the church's life. Mm. Agree. So if that's true, which it is, and you are kind of sitting out Sunday Mass— that's not good. Why? Why is it not good? That's I mean, not good. The Sunday celebration of the
0: Lord's Day and His Eucharist is at the heart of the Church's life. Okay, so I got the Eucharist, but what does the rest of the day look like? So yes, I'm, yeah. So
1: so Sunday Mass. Yes. So you got to go. You got to got to go to Sunday Mass. Yes. Now now what? Now I can go back to my busy work workaholic life. I,
0: a little introduction for you. Oh, do you? From the catechism. Oh, do you? Number 2186. I'm looking at it. Oh, no, you're not. Are I you? I have it. I have you it in f- front of me. I've memorized the catechism. What? <laughs> do you have like a flip down visor or something like that? Because uh, I have Google glasses. Really?
1: I can just. <laughs> 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 okay. Tell so
0: us. 2186.
1: 2186.
0: It says Sunday is traditionally consecrated by Christian piety to good works and humble service for the sick, the infirm, and the elderly Christians who also sanctify Sunday by devoting time and care to their families and relatives, often difficult to do on other days of the week. So it's really beautiful. Like, what else are we doing on this Sunday? So we're worshiping God. Love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, and soul. Have no other gods before him. Then three, worship him. Then what else do we do? We do that other part of the commandment that Jesus has said. What are the two greatest commandments? Love the Lord your God and uh, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So now I'm being called out to go and serve serve my my uh, my family. That, that's what the word mass means. It doesn't mean to, uh, you know, atomic weight or a collection of stuff. Like, I'm massing a lot of things together. It means missionary, to be sent. So now the mass says... Go out and do some awesome stuff for the glory of God and for other people.
1: And sick people and
0: old people. Yeah. So then he says, Sunday is a time for reflection. That's what I love also about you know, the story of creation. It gets to the end and it says about what what about creation? That God like thought about all he had made and saw that it was very good. And so on this day, he rested from all the work he had done. So one of the things... I mean, I love doing on my Sabbath day, on my day of rest is just putting my electronics away, putting no- noise Ooh. away and, you know, not even trying not to watch movies. You know, maybe I'll watch a movie. I watched Sandlot a couple of weeks ago on my Sabbath day. It's just so much fun. I love Sandlot. <laughs> uh, and this, uh, this was, is an also an opportunity just to reflect upon the past week of all the beautiful things that have happened maybe the way we were jerk-faced, jerk-wads to people, uh, to to see all the beautiful things that God has done, and to just admire creation and think like, wow, all this was created out of nothing for me. So Sunday is a time for reflection, 2186 says. Silence. It's hard to reflect. Oh, man. I know, it's hard to reflect when it's just you're bombarded by noise. So to have that quiet time and that silence. Cultivation of the mind. It's uh it's one we of the words. It's one of the words that is used in the in the creation scene. It says, care for and cultivate. Like care for is shemar, which is to protect. But cultivate is to make grow. So <laughs> to make the mind grow. And what was the last line said? Meditation, which furthers the growth of the Christian interior life. So to to do what Mary did, and what did what did it say of Mary? She says she's like she dwelled on all these things. She pondered Mary them.
1: pondered these things in her heart.
0: Yeah, when she went to when they went to the temple and Simeon said all those things, it says and she pondered these things in her heart, pondering over these things. So not only of taking silent time to reflecting on the beauty of nature of God's work during the week, is also taking this time to make our faith life grow intellectually and in the depths of our hearts, to dwell on these things, yes. like, like Mary did.
1: So, yeah. So, I would, you know, if you if you're listening to this, you're, you're take a good look at your 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 what is right now your Sunday routine. Ooh. In light of what Father Carey just said, so ask yourselves these questions. You know, did I did I prioritize Sunday Mass, preferably preferably at your own parish. Ooh, so I think hoo-hoo. people who church, uh, hop? church hop, I think it's not, I think it's not good for you. Um, find a parish, preferably where you live and go there and invest there and invest your life there. And is it, is it, maybe it's not as good as uh, uh scare quotes, good as the parish you left or the parish you were at in college or, you know, um, but invest there, right? It's the the parish. And this again from the Catechism: a parish is a definite community of the Christian faithful established on a stable basis within a particular church. Um, it is the place where all the faithful can be gathered together for the Sunday celebration of the Eucharist. So now, obviously, if you're traveling, obviously if you're somewhere else, then go to go to that whatever church. But the idea that, and we don't really have this issue in Stillwater, the the idea of Oh, I just really—I don't really. Let's go, let's go. You know, and I think especially if you have kids, I think kid, i think it confuses the heck out of kids. Pick a parish, invest there, and go there. Um, and your Sunday, so ask yourself these questions: Did I? Did I go to Sunday mass? Good. That's your kind of number one obligation. But then beyond that, is it? Ju- do I then just go back and do all my work? Um, is it a time for family? Is it a time to to reach out to the poor? to the elderly, to the infirm. Um, is there somebody like that in your family? Is there a neighbor in your immediate vicinity who who needs help? Sunday would be perfect, a perfect time just to go visit the lonely.
0: Right? Yes. Am I right? Am I crazy? You are crazy, but you're also right. Ooh, I like it. This is, this is a deep third commandment because the commandment only says— Keep holy the Sabbath day. Worship God, Him alone. You know, that sort of stuff.
1: So the Catechism and, says the faithful are to refrain from engaging in work or activities that hinder the worship owed to God, except baseball. What?
0: Mm. <laughs> oh wait, no, oh sorry, I
1: miss I missed
0: uh, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but I mean it, it's I think it's a great a great tragedy and this happens in Stillwater. Mm-hmm. This happens in Stillwater, and that is that I think originally like sports encroached onto like Sunday afternoon like allowed people to go to church in the morning and then go to their sporting events. There are now games and practices on Sunday mornings.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: And in the and in the minds of the coaches or the, you know, the organizers of the league, it's an open time. It's a free time. But what you're doing It's no longer free if you're putting something there. What you're what you're doing, yeah. What you're doing is you're making families choose. Mm-hmm. Now, in my mind, the families should choose church. Mm-hmm. Because I would say again, if you have kids, you're confusing the heck out of your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, church and family time. And you're you're going to you're going to regret it. Um, because your children are going to remember that church was not a priority. Mm-hmm. Your children are going to remember that we go to church when there's not sports. Yeah.
0: And so sports has now become the idol. The number one. So this is what we're doing. I'm asking the students at St. John to refrain from doing homework on Sunday. Every Sunday I remind them. I say, hey, listen here. I want you all to keep holy the Sabbath day. And that means... That means not doing your homework on Sunday because this is what happens. Uh, If you relegate your homework to to Sunday alone, then you do basically a lot of work really fast and it's done not with great excellence. It's done poorly. Poorly. So what goes on throughout the week is there's this putting off game, this procrastination that goes on and people keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and like, Oh, I'll do it on Sunday. And then on Sunday you have to cram it in or you have to say no to some things, no to church, no to, no to worshiping God. Or you have to say no to a beautiful bike ride or no to doing something beautiful uh, on Sunday. Now, time so with I, family, time so I'm telling friends. them like, okay, during the week, Say no to two hours of Netflix. Say no to say no wh- to drugs. Say no to drugs, weed shops, also known as Netflix. Oh, yeah. So as we as we say no to things, you know uh, our FOMO stuff that just pops up, boop, 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 little FOMO things. How can I cannot live without you? Oh I mean, that's what. Gosh. Sorry, that's what we sing. And so then we put off the good and the beautiful um, that we could do, which is our work for a day when we have to, in a way, do it under duress and stress. Yeah. So why not? Sundays
1: should not be stressful.
0: So why not just start doing that work on like Monday early morning or for people to get up early morning. A a student told me one time, they like, they said, yeah, I get up early in the morning to go work out. I was like, what time? They're like, 10. Ah. And I said, you don't come work out with me at 5.30? And he said, no that's that's way too early. So Sunday is this beautiful beautiful day and when given the opportunity, God fights our wars for us. This is what oh, I, I, this yeah. is what uh, yeah, when they ask for a king when Samuel when Samuel goes to God and says God, God they' they're asking for a king he says Samuel they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting me the one who both brings them out of slavery and sin the one who fights their wars, the one who pours divine life down upon them, that's the one they don't want. So when we get rid of God on Sunday or worship of God in general for another king, then we basically align our minds and our hearts and our desires and our plans with that king. And that's the king that's going to rule over us. And that's the king we're going to worship. And so then we become slaves to this thing that's just sings out loud. Slaves oh, I just can't wait to be king over you. But the good God says, "Me who is meek and humble of heart, let me be your king, and I will fight your wars for you. I will pour down the life upon you. I will not take from you. I will wow. be gentle to you." Yeah. So it's our, it's you know, it's in the end, it's our choice. It is. So, so I choose. Used
1: to, I still love that John Paul. The the story goes, and John Paul II would hear confessions. So somebody would sort of pour out their heart, and I did all these things. And he would give advice, you know, to change their ways. And then he would say, and now you must choose. (laughs) Yes. Free choice. We could spend our Sundays however we want. But is there a way that God is asking us to spend our Sundays? And we would say, clearly, yes. Going to Mass, serving those in need, spending time with family, and holy leisure, holy leisure.
0: That's the word recreation, recreation. Yep. Boom. To be, right.
1: Yeah, to be created again. When you rest, uh-huh. when you rest. I mean, think of a good, of a good night's sleep. Think of a of a restful Sunday. Yep. we went to mass. We had a nice meal as a family. We went over and visited the 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 old lady next door. Um, you know, we came back, took a nap, took a nap. Naps are great. I by love the them. Way. Uh, and then you know, in the evening, we you know did this. We prayed the rosary together. We you look back at that day and you think, ah, that was a good day. Okay, now and now I'm I'm rested, and now begins the work week of, pro- of providing for myself and for my family.
0: If you want a good book to read during the season of Lent, sort I know of what you're going to say, what? No, go ahead. Leisure is the basis of culture. Leisure the basis of culture by Joseph Pieper. So, if you want a intellectual book to read that is mm-hmm. dense. And also a gold mine, rich, like as you turn each page, you're thinking, whoa, that was good. As you're turning the next page, you're like, okay, I'm gonna have to read that again because that was so good. Leisure is the basis of culture. It's very big. No, it's 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 very very small. 60, 70 pages. It's just fantastic. It, It is German thought. So there's no, there's like commas and no periods. So you have to stitch the ideas together and like look. But it's translated into English. Exactly. Yep. I, I do not speak German. Nein sprechen sie Deutsch. The, the beauty of the, this book is to teach us like when you get leisure back in your life, when you get recreation back in your life, then your mind is able to lift up to heaven. So why can't people think about heaven? Why is like the desire for the life of the resurrection being lost right now? It's because we don't have leisure and we don't have recreation. We have slavery to our senses, slavery to technology, slavery to um, just cultural it's opinion. It's strong word. It is. It is. Like we're, we're, we want to be like everybody else. That's the, that's the line from the, from uh, Samuel. They yell out, we just want to be like all the nations around us. And we're not. We're yeah. not meant to be like all the yeah. nations around us.
1: So resource-wise, uh, Leisure, the Basis of Culture yep. by Joseph Pieper. Uh-huh. Uh, I recommend the the 20 or so paragraphs in the Catechism of the oh, Catholic yeah. Church, 2168 to 2188. And then if you really want to go deep, oh, boy. Uh, John Paul II wrote a uh, encyclical. I think it was an encyclical called Dies Domini. Oh, the, the Lord's, Lord's Day. Day. Um, and it's 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 good. It's good. It'll challenge the heck out of you. But we would encourage you look at your look at look at the way you spend your Sundays. Is Sunday with is do you go to mass? Number one, because you should. Uh, but does you, then the rest of your Sunday just look like all the other days? Ooh, and if it does, then there's a problem and it needs some readjusting. Clean it up. And so now, mean, Lent's perfect time, right? Time of conversion. You know? Well, happy Lent, y'all. So there it is. So that was, uh, we've now covered the first commandment, the second commandment, and the third commandment. Wow. I think maybe in the future we should talk about the fourth commandment. Maybe. We'll try. We'll see what we can do. It's just about honoring your father and mother. no big deal. Okay. We're gonna go um, and, you know, preach the gospel or whatever. Peace. Have a great week.